This is Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to your host, Jason Shepard. BYU finishes the season with a winning record, 7-6 and six after today's 49-18 throttling of Western Michigan in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. We'll get you back up to Albertson Stadium in Boise coming up in just a second. Before we get to some of the players and coaches from the BYU, so let's actually listen in to Tim Lester, the head coach of the Broncos. But uh, when you get down in a game, you know, you need to, we're going to see every coverage in America, you know, and, and, he, and he's, he's getting better. You know, but he definitely struggled and was late on, on the interception. He was really late. And um, it'll be a great learning experience for him, you know, to, to have to throw the ball to come back and win the game. You know, and that's something that we got to be able to do. We got to be able to run it and throw it. And, and once we got down, it was all on him to, to bring us back. And, and obviously we didn't. Yeah. But a quarterback didn't Yeah, I thought he got comfortable, you know, I knew, uh, that, and that was the big thing, because, you know, if, if early on, we, we were moving him around, you know, and we were getting to him, and, and he, was unco- he was uncomfortable, he was a little bit off rhythm, and um, like I said, with their offense, they have all the talent in the world, it's just get it, getting that kid into rhythm, where he's throwing the ball on time, seeing the coverage, and and he was in rhythm. That big that, that throw in the, the first play of the second half, that throw he had, I mean, he got hit while he threw it, because I was watching for the pressure. And it was right over the middle. It was a heck of a throw getting, while getting hit. And having done that myself a time or two, it doesn't hurt as much when you complete it, you know. And, uh, and then he got into rhythm. And once he got into rhythm, any quarterback, especially a good one, you know, with a line that, that good, we knew the, their center was about as good as we've seen, you know, and, and they were going to be able to give him some time. So we tried to mix up pressures. You know, the problem with mixing up pressures is you're putting your secondary in a lot of man-to-man situations, and that's that's scary. We're, we're thin there. You know, we've been thin all year, and it showed. And because um, you can't let a, you can't let a, a quarterback in rhythm just sit back there. You know, once he got into rhythm, we had to start bringing pressure, and uh, and he he exposed us in the back end. Yeah, they're way bigger. <laughs> they were definitely way bigger. Um, and, and we were, you know, we were getting home early on. We were getting home with four. You know, not, not super fast. It's not like we had clean runners or anything like that. But we were getting them off his spot. You know what I mean? They started, they started sliding the pro, you know. Uh, I don't think we did a good enough job hiding our, hiding our coverage. You know, they did, the, they did the fake clap or the one clap and would see the coverage and slide the pro to it. We weren't able to hold our water long enough, you know. So they were in. They were much better protections the second half, you know. But their guys did a good job as well. You know, we, we were we were going to mix up the pressures and the and the coverages. You know, and early on, it seemed like we had a good rhythm on keeping him. Um, they they wanted to run the ball. You could see that early on. That was their plan. Uh, we made them change their plan, and and so same way with us. They made us change our plan, and it came down to a throwing game. You know, with two 18 year olds out there. You know, which I don't think either coach wanted that that plan. You know, and. Uh, and they were able to, to get back there. Now, it, I thought our whole line gave our, our guy plenty of time. Late, late in the game when they had their ears pinned back and all the momentum was swung, they started getting more pressure on him, which happens pretty much in every game once it gets to that point, you know. Um, but I think both offensive lines did a great job of giving time because they brought more pressure than we had seen. Um, and our whole line did a good job of giving them time. We just have to execute, you know, in, in that situation. 
Yeah, I mean, learning how to go through a bowl week is a big deal, you know, and getting all those extra practices for our young guys. We got a extremely young team, you know, and that that's not a secret. And um, and they're gonna they're gonna use this, you know, this chip on their shoulder. You know, Bogan. I, I let the seniors talk after after the game in the locker room. That's why it took me so long to get here, and because I wanted them to be able to say whatever they wanted. And it's one of the things Bogan said is, yeah, hey, we're we're in the same place. You know, in his in his first year, you know, and 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 they came here, didn't win the game, and and they used that. They that fueled their whole off season, you know, and then they built it and got better than the following year, and then obviously they won 13. So, it's it's a growth mentality, you know what I mean? And and you have that. It's hard to have the growth mentality when our nine seniors have a great mentality. They're never, they're always working. That's who they are, you know. And they've done a good job of leading the younger guys, you know. And we need to make sure that our core values pass on to our young guys because if they do you know then all of a sudden instead of nine guys out there with one starter you know you got you know 16 next year and eventually you're going to get into the 20s you know and then 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 you're really you're cooking you know when it, it takes time to balance everything out but uh those guys had some great things to say about using this to fuel us to to grow you know and and that's what we need and we, we already grew from the practices the young kids did uh but we got to use it in the off season. Lester of Western Michigan. BYU gets the 49-18 win over the Broncos. And I want to make sure I give just due to Sione Takitaki. We've been talking a lot about the offense for obvious reasons. But Sione Takitaki was a beast today. 19 total tackles, 9 solos, 1 sack, one tackle for loss. He, we talk about domination on offense. He dominated on defense. What a fantastic day for Sione Takitaki. I know there were NFL scouts there. I can guarantee you they took notice. They had already taken notice of Sione Takitaki. This, this was a big, big day for, uh, for Sione Takitaki and his family. And uh, great to see him uh, have that type of performance today. And he was fantastic on that BYU defense. Hey, fans. Remember when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. Simply mention BYU50 or use the online promo code BYU50 at PapaJohns.com tomorrow and receive 50% off pizza. This offer is good at any Utah location. Uh, Real fast, a couple of scores. Uh, The only other bowl game today was in the Bahamas. It was the Bahamas Bowl, ironically enough. Florida International gets the three-point win over Toledo, 35-32. Also earlier today, BYU Women's Basketball hosting Northern Colorado. Colorado at the Marriott Center. This one started out a little slow for the Cougars. They poured it on, though, very much like the football team. And BYU ends up winning in the second half big time. They win by 20. 70-50 to 50 is the final score for the Cougars. They wrap up WCC play with an 8, or excuse me, non-conference play at 8-3. and three. They will begin WCC play next week. Five Cougars scoring in double figures. Alright, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll have one more segment, hopefully here from Cougar players and coaches from the podium in Boise coming up on the other side. The Cougars getting the win, finishing the year with a winning record, 7-6. and six. They beat Western Michigan 49 49- 918. More of Cougar Post Game Live next on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. On the New Skin BYU Sports Network. 
Welcome back into our BYU Radio Studios in Provo, Utah. Jason Shepard with you. BYU getting the win in Boise today. The first win on the Smurf turf, ironically enough, against the Broncos. Now, it wasn't Boise State, but they beat Western Michigan 49-18. to The big story offensively, what BYU did in that second half. They poured it on in the second half, 42-8, to outscoring Western Michigan. You had the perfect day for Zach Wilson. 18 of 18, 317 yards, four touchdowns. Tanner Mangum was also perfect. He had one pass. It was completed. So the BYU quarterbacks, a perfect 19 of 19 on the day, and BYU gets the win. They now end the season with a record of 7-6. and six. All right, that's going to do it for me. We'll let uh, Greg and everybody during the uh, Cougar Locker Room show have some of the interviews with the players and coaches. Your final from Albertson Stadium. 49-18 BYU beats Western Michigan in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. The Cougar Locker Room show is next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to post-game coverage of BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room show. The Cougar Locker Room show is brought to you by Utah Community Credit Union. Get more house, same payment at UCCU. It's what we do. Let's head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort broadcast booth and join Mark Lyons along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU is a winner 49-18 over Western Michigan at the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. When BYU head coach Kalani Sitake and players get to the press conference podium, you will hear it. Mitch Jurgens is going to get back out onto the field so we can hear from BYU players after today's victory. And it was a comprehensive win for BYU. The Cougs roll up almost, four, uh, almost 500 yards of offense after barely more than 100 came in the first half. And the Cougars do win going away. It was dominant after halftime, 42-8. to eight was the second-half score for BYU after Cougars trailed by a modest three at the break, 10-7. to It really was a dominant performance by both the offense and defense. Uh, it got to the point where, uh, like when BYU was playing Washington this year, and Washington knew that BYU's offense just wasn't going to be able to do anything against them. And that same situation was existent today in that Western Michigan got to the point that man, we just can't do anything that's going to work right now, and BYU's defense was on top of it all. Same thing with the offense. When the offense was uh, uh, in the second half, when they started making a couple of big plays, everything started rolling. Man, uh, Neil Pau's run was awesome. Uh, Riley Burt, you know, who I've pushed for a couple of years now, uh, came in and played extremely well. You saw his quickness and his speed and his stride. I think the kid's a player. Hopefully he's earned a shot here to uh, compete again for that starting spot in the spring. But uh, I do think that the young kids that played in this bowl game today have an awful lot of confidence now that this is how they can play and it's going to carry over with them into the spring. Well, let's head down to uh, Mitchell Jurgens and find out where he's at right now. Mitch, can you hear us? I can hear you. Where are you and what's going on? I'm, uh, let me find you one second. Hey, Riley. Hey, I, I've got, I got Riley Burt here. Fantastic. Riley Burt, uh, 110 yards on 13 carries today. I think uh, Mitch is popping the headset on Riley. Okay, Riley, can one you second, us? One second, one well, second. Well, we will head back down. Sounds like we just lost uh, the entire setup from field level with Mitch. We back. <laughs> well, now we're back. Hey, gotcha. Riley, can you hear us? I can. Let's All right. Go. Greg Grubel and Mark Lyons upstairs. Uh, 
Wow, this was uh, an incredible game, but a really an amazing second half. What can you tell us that really actually did happen between half one and half two to switch things around <laughs> for you guys? <laughs> well, I don't know. We went in the locker room. We started talking. We got it going. Um, offense just we, we came together and we started vibing, so it was good. Yeah, I thought you might have said something like, well, they started giving me the football. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, nah. No, no, but uh, it had to be a fun game for you to play in, especially when things started going your way and you had that momentum. It was just everything was good. Yeah, it was. we were flowing, the offense was going, it was all good. (laughs) Not often you're going to play in a game where the ball doesn't hit the ground when it leaves your quarterback's hands. 19 for 19 were the two quarterbacks today through the air. Remarkable. Were you? Did you get a sense at all of any point that? Wait, hold on. We've caught everything. <laughs> I realized. I realized uh, when Collie had that one in the um, south end zone, it was good, man. We were just offense was vibing, balls were getting caught, so opened up the run game also. You know, all the ups and downs of the season kind of fade away in a day like today, don't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We we getting back. We're going to work. So. Well, there is work to be done, but you got a couple of weeks to enjoy what just happened today. What does one game mean? All right, you went from six and six to seven and six. What? How important was what, was the win today to you? It's, it's very important. It's momentum in the off season. It's a it's a little motivation in the winter workouts when we're pushing prowlers or running sprints. It's, it's motivation. The record, looking back at it, it helps us. Well, Riley, I'm glad you got a shot today, and I'm glad you stepped up and played really well. So uh, I, I think that uh, you've got to feel pretty good about how it went today for you. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. I'm just trying to trying to do my best. And offense, offensive line was moving them. Passing game was open, so that helps everything. Yeah, we, we got it going. So what can we expect out of you in your senior year, Riley? <laughs> more to come. All this right. game and more. That's All exciting. Right. 13 carries, a buck 10, and a touchdown, part of a big win. Riley, thanks for your time. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, that is Riley Burt joining us from field level. Kalani Sitake is at the press conference podium here in Boise. In the locker room at halftime, and just uh, they've been that way. They've always played hard, and so I'm really proud of these guys and proud of especially the seniors and how they um, they show an example from Tanner to all, all of them, and Siona and Dylan, and they've done some great things for us in our program. Looking forward to building on this, but I want to make sure everybody understands that the uh, – the bowl prep was a lot of work, you know, so we had a lot of fun and we're really thankful for the city of Boise for taking care of us and the famous Idaho Potato Bowl and, um, and showing us great hospitality and, and uh, we enjoyed all the festivities and, the, and um, just had a lot of fun. But our guys worked really hard and our coaches and especially our players worked really hard and utilized all those practices and, and uh, their hard work is the reason why we won and really proud of them. So uh, we'll open up other questions for these guys to answer and if you need me, so thank you. I've been trying to let Zach loose for a long time now, so I mean, it's uh, I think uh, aggressive style of football is what we need to have on offense, and I, I don't know exactly the the, the changeup, but I think um, this was really good for us in the second half to see that if teams are going to com- be committed to stopping the run, that we have to go other ways to, to get points on the board. And I was really proud of Zach. And, um, you know, I just, although he finished perfect with his completions, I, I hope he knows it's okay to throw the ball away once in a while. And I don't expect him to, I said it in the, in the post-game thing, but I don't expect him to be uh, perfect in, in 2019. But being close would be really nice. Coach, were you aware of that uh, during the game? I mean, later on that he had not thrown an incompletion? No. Or- had no idea until really until the end, and, and they told me about it. And 
Uh, you know, I thought maybe Siona would have a good chance of getting the MVP, but after I heard that, and I thought Dylan had a good chance, but then, I mean, Zach's just... I've been on the other side of that now, you know, where we've uh, defended some teams that were really efficient as a quarterback and, and, and the completions, but it's just nice to be on this side of it and to see that that is hard work, and it's just, it's everyone. I think um, even the pass protection and all that stuff worked out so that Zach could set his feet and throw the ball, and our receivers ran great routes, and I mean, you had guys like Matt Bushman just stealing the ball from the other team, and that's, we, we, I thought it was really clean with our offense, and I thought they were really efficient, and uh, it was good to see Zach just throw it and let loose, and I mentioned that he's a gunslinger, and that's kind of what we need to let him do. Well, you only had, he only threw two more passes in the second half than the first, so what was kind of the difference there as far as what you guys did and having success? I don't know, probably just threw it further. So. <laughs> is that right, Zach? That's right. All right. So. A question for you, Zach. You know, uh, you, you came here a few months ago, had that kind of that heartbreaking loss at the goal line there. So how does it feel to kind of come back here and to Boise and get a big win for your team with that kind of performance? Yeah, I mean, I've learned I've learned more in these past six games than I have in my entire life playing football. And, uh, you know, starting to get more comfortable with everything in the flow of the game. And, you know, I was, I was excited for this game plan we had going in, and, and I know the rest of the team was. And I think the coaches and the players were all on the same page with everything we had doing. And, um, you know, I'm glad we get a W on this field. And, you know, hopefully against the Boise State Broncos next time we get the W, right? So. Sione, what does it mean to you to have a big game, 19 tackles, in your final game for BYU? Yeah, it was, I just knew this was my last go-around with these guys and these coaches, and they've been so good to me, you know, my, my whole career here. And so I just wanted to kind of go out there and leave it all out on the field. And so every play, I was just in my head, like, you know, I'm not going to get these plays back with these guys. And so I was giving them all. Zach, did you hear Coach say that when he was asked what he expected from you, that he expected you to play perfectly yesterday? Did you hear that? No, I actually never saw that interview. So, uh, you know, of course, that's the intention of every game, right? You want to come out and just try and be perfect. On a more serious note, though, the bar you've set with this type of performance, you know, you're not going to sneak up on people when you go 18 for 18 mm -hmm. with, with that type of thing. How nice is it to, to know you've set that bar where you're at now and, and now want to improve on that? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think the I think the bar was set probably a little too high for the next bowl game, but uh, <laughs> um, you know, I think I think we really proved ourselves in this in this game of what we're capable of. You know, we're starting to find that identity as an offense, and we're trying to starting to figure out how we are as a team and, and what we're the best at. And you know, it's it's just going up from here. Uh, Dylan, just what can you say about kind of you know your quarterback here and what he did today? Just you know, what did you think of his performance? By the way, Zach I Wilson, mean, Dylan Colley, and Sione Taki Taki are the three with uh, Kalani Sitake at the podium. The time that I arrived in May till today, um, and all he's done is gotten better physically and mentally. And from the way that he you know talks to his receivers and talks to the coaches, he's constantly communicating. Um, and it was it was just a matter of time. Um, for when he was kind of let go and uh, able to kind of run the show, and that's what he did today. And, I mean, being next to both these guys, you, you look at the mentality of what it means to be a football player on the defensive side of the ball, and uh, very few, very, very few people do it like Sione Takitaki, um, and that's a guarantee. And to see an 18-year-old, 19-year-old kid in Zach Wilson um, and what's going to happen in the next three years, I mean, yeah, he set the bar for himself, but I'll go ahead and set it, you know, even higher. And you know, I truly do believe that this kid will be – one of the, if not the greatest quarterback in BYU history. 
um, and, and he's going to do that. And he knows that, and that's his mentality. So um, I, I love being around him and, and love watching him grow. Was it? Was that cute for you? Thanks. You like that? I got you. Zach, you know, Coach kind of mentioned it, but were you aware that you hadn't, uh, you know, missed all, all day? Were you aware of the streak you're going and to kind of be mentioned in the same breath? You know, you came close to guys like Steve Young. I mean, just what's that kind of mean to you? Yes, he was aware. <laughs> no, to be completely he came and told honest. Me. <laughs> <laughs> to be completely honest, I actually had no idea until um, until they told me I was done playing. Um, now they, they told me when, when they told me they were going to put Tanner in and give him a, the rest of the game and you know, honestly, it was kind of surprising. I mean, the game flashes by so quick. Um, I was way off. I thought I at least had like six or seven, to be honest. I mean, I didn't realize it was that low. But, um, you know, it's these guys, that's really where everything falls. I mean, a quarterback, you know, you, you realize that the success for your quarterback comes based on, you know, the team around you. If you I mean, my linemen are, are out there sacrificing their bodies for me, and, and my, my receivers are going up there and making plays that I know – you know, 50-50 balls, you know, they're going to make it just that 1% better. So um, just giving these guys a chance, I know, you know, that's kind of the reason why um, I had success today is just because the whole team put it together. Sione, talk about the defensive effort because it's 10-7 at halftime. You guys scored 35 straight, and the defense did its job getting off the field. Talk about what your boys did. Yeah, um, it was 7-10 going into the second half, but uh, we went to the locker room and coaches – just kind of emphasize, hey, everyone just do their job and we'll just be fine. And we felt that too. And so that's what kind of we cleaned up. And um, going into the third quarter, you know, just you could see it out there. You know, everyone's doing their job and making plays. Everyone's flying out there. And so, yeah, credit to, to all the guys. You know, all 11 was out there balling that D-line. You know, they're taking up blocks for me to run sideline to sideline. And so, you know, credit those guys out there for, you know, those Kyrus, you know, Methy, those guys taking on two guys, you know, and, and I'm just running free. And so... Definitely, they, they deserve it. Kalani, can you take us inside the locker room just a little bit at halftime because there was quite a difference in the second half and the first as far as what the offense was able to do and how the whole team came together. What what changed? What did you guys do at halftime that produced that second half? There's nothing I did. I mean, it's it's um, these guys did it all. The players did it. The, these three and the other leaders on our team took over. and um, I really didn't need to have to say anything. That's one thing that I really like going into our locker room, especially tonight, uh, just uh, after, the, after the first half. I mean, we started pretty good, and then some things went wrong, and we faced some adversity. But um, I liked the mindset of the players coming in at halftime. I didn't really need to say much. And uh, the right guys were doing the talking. And, um, yeah, so it's nothing that not, not a, a miraculous speech or anything. The guys did it, you know, so a lot of credit to them and the relationship that they have with each other. and uh, So uh, I, I was just proud to see that happen. It was a, a nice thing. It's, it's something that, that I've seen in the past, you know, when you have great leadership and when, when you have guys that are willing to speak and say the right things and, and know that there's a lot of communication and that there's a lot of respect from each other on, on in that locker room. And So, yeah, I, I was really happy. I mean, I, my job was easy. They already said what needed to be said. Zach, can you talk about what this performance day means going into the offseason, heading into next season, uh, just maybe the momentum that kind of builds off that? Yeah, I think this was a must for us. Um, you know, we didn't get the, the win against Utah, but I think we proved a lot of what we're capable of on offense, and uh, we wanted to build on that this, this next game, and we knew that we had to play well. I mean, I think this is a great momentum, um, you know, build into our into our offseason. I think we're going to come out in the offseason with a lot of energy, and I know we're going to be excited for your schedule. 
Um, so we're pretty much going to make sure everyone's on top of each other and making sure, you know, we're, we're all getting better together, making sure extra guys are lifting, making sure extra guys are coming out and throwing. And, you know, Sione was a leader of that. I mean, I remember I came out here in the summer every single day, and this dude was out there working. And, uh, you know, it's paying off for him. Um, and so I, I think that's what we need from the, the whole team this offseason. Is, is I, I think the guys are excited about what's, what's to come for BYU football. And I think we're, uh, we're proving ourselves in, in the passing game and in the running game. So um, I just hope we excel with that going into this offseason. Kalani, we talked a little yesterday at the press conference, but just what was it like for you to be able to see Tanner complete his career on the field and Louis Lapuahu got out there and you had, you had a bunch of seniors who were able to get out there and you know close out the season and their careers on the field. What does that mean for you to have those guys have those that opportunity? I think it's only right. You know, I, I um, thought we were... We were in a position, even though they scored a touchdown, they got two-point conversion, we still felt comfortable with the game and uh, felt comfortable with our scheme and things that we're, we're, that our guys are doing fundamentally on the football field. So, um, yeah, it just felt right. And the only the hard part was because um, I was trying to run the clock out and I was being a jerk and saying just run the ball. And then, you know, A-Rod and Grimes are just like, hey, let's just let the kid throw. And that was kind of the theme of the night, so... You know, we let him throw, and I apologized to Tim Lester at the end of the game that that's not normally what we do, but he was he understood, you know. So um, I thought it was a nice throw, and, and uh, he had that memory here on this blue turf, and uh, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was the right thing to do, even though um, you know we had some little conflict on whether to throw it or not. But I, if it was incomplete, then I would have been really upset. So. <laughs> Dylan, what uh, what it mean to you to in your final game here at BYU to have this kind of performance, both individually and as a team? Uh, you know, it's, it's huge. Uh, I think everything that kind of happened from the get-go and the entire season was filled with a lot of ups and downs um, for the team and for me personally. And so to be able to kind of go after that trial and go after those you know tribulations that we kind of went through all, all season long, to be able to come out and just finish out on a, on a high note like this um, with guys that I genuinely do care about and uh, I'm, I'm lucky to call teammates and, and friends. Yes, thank you. All right, there it is, BYU at the press conference podium here with the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Final score, BYU 49, Western Michigan 18. Cougar Locker Room Show continues after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. So happy for the BYU Cougars, so happy for this guy. Welcome back to the Cougar Locker Room Show here from Albertson Stadium in Boise. We have Dylan Colley with us. Six grabs, 124 yards, two touchdowns in this bowl game. Dylan, thanks for coming on. Greg and Mark upstairs. Hey, no worries, man. I appreciate it. Wow. Congrats to you and to the guys. What a great way to end the year. Uh, how much did it mean to this team to go from 6-6 six and six to 7-6 and six today? Uh, everything. Uh, it was just a good opportunity to be able to come out and uh, kind of go off what we went off of uh, at Utah and offensively just kind of let the thing go and um, to be able to to be able to put up the stats, put up the numbers, put up the points that we did and have the success to be able to help the defense out was was critical. Stats, numbers, points, but no incompletions. Amazing. Un- uh, unbelievable. <laughs> Unreal. I mean, it's you got to You got to watch yourself sometimes when you look at the kid and, and call him perfect Zach Wilson. You may take that <laughs> and run with it. But uh, to, he is he is he is that and he was that tonight. Well, you helped him out on a few of those because you made some <laughs> great catches. Now, the one that I was most impressed with, I thought you were out of bounds. It was right about the 40-yard line. 
and uh, it was an out pattern that you uh, dove for. Uh, that were you pretty sure you still had your foot in the in the? Yeah, field? yeah, I was. I was pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, I was pretty confident in that, and that's something that you know. I think as a little kid, you you run onto the couch and you make sure that you get a foot in and yeah. just be able to help that and have that translate onto this is, is, is fun. Yeah. And then the end zone, the South end zone is you're running toward the East and uh, it was a ball just barely over the top of the defender. You know, which one I'm talking about the touchdown. Yeah. And uh, so was that a tough catch to make? Yeah. I mean, it was uh, the guy had pretty good coverage on it. Yeah. And luckily Zach just put it right on the money and, um, you know, when when you got that kind of trust, it's you, the opportunities are kind of endless. You end the season with the same number of touchdowns that matches your jersey number. You went from one to three today, a two-touchdown day for you. It's always fun uh, to take the field and just contribute, uh, mm -hmm. but it's great to be in the end zone, isn't it, multiple times uh, in a game? Absolutely. I mean, besides <laughs> you know, catches and touchdowns, besides wins, those are the types of things that you want at our position. And so um, it wasn't exactly what we all wanted at the beginning, but – uh, to be able to finish it off at this note is, is pretty pretty cool. What's your perspective on why things changed so dramatically for BYU from half one to half two today? Uh, it wasn't so much talking. It was really just a simple statement of let it go and let's throw. And that's what we did. And when you get comfortable and, you know, there's not too much pressure in that sort of way, then we're able just to, to kind of let loose and let the thing sling. If BYU decides to go let it go and let's throw with Zach Wilson for a few more years, are they going to do okay? Uh, they'll be just fine. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of success in the future. <laughs> what did you take out of this one year in Provo after a career that began in Provo many years ago? Uh, just about, you know, nothing is nothing is perfect and nothing ever, ever will be perfect. But, you know, as long as we have our priorities straight as individuals um, and, and rely on the most important thing, and that's Heavenly Father, then, you know, everything, everything will be okay. Um, it wasn't everything that we expected uh, in May, but... Um, the things that I learned and the opportunities that I had and just to be in this environment again was, was something that you know, I, couldn't have, I couldn't have asked on any better. I'm not going to make a big deal of the blue turf, but uh, is it a little bit different to play out there on a blue field? To be honest with you, it's not. I think it, probably one of the most, that's probably one of the greatest misconceptions. I, I mean, even growing <laughs> up, you kind of watch it and you're like, golly, that's got to be difficult. But yeah. um, it's really just worse on TV. Playing on it isn't that bad. Okay. Who did, you, who did you have in the stands today from the Collie family? Uh, luckily, I had my, my wife, the most important of them all. <laughs> and uh, my sisters just got into town from Hawaii. And so um, they, my parents haven't seen them in, in a good amount of time. And so the whole family was making their way to California um, for, for Christmas. And so they were all watching on TV. And my, my, phone, my phone was blowing up the entire, <laughs> entire game. So to be able to see the text messages and the support that they give me, it's, it's never ending. It seemed like there was a, a special outpouring of support and emotion for Kalani once this game went final tonight. Absolutely, and that's that's what he deserves, man. He doesn't get enough credit for truly the difference that he makes in this program and what he makes a priority of. Um, the way that this thing is going to go and, and how things are going to progress, not necessarily change, but progress, is is it's in good hands. It's in better hands than it has been in a long time, and so I, I completely trust Kalani on what he wants to do and what he has planned, and that's uh, it's going to be good. Yeah, so you're going to lead these guys now, but uh, as, to, yeah, as to what's next for this program, how do you feel about it? Great. I mean, the last two games you've seen just a, just a little inkling of what could be and what it's going to be. And with Zach at the helm at the quarterback spot and, um, you know, the guys on the defense, you got Kyrus for another year, you got Austin Lee, I mean, you've got Dian, like it's, it's never-ending. And the young guys, the way that they stepped up this season, uh, from Dax to Gunner to, you know, <laughs> Peeney Katoa, uh, I mean, I think that's uh, – have I listed our entire ro roster? Because th these are the guys that are coming They're back. They're coming back. And exactly. how about uh, Diane getting himself an offensive touchdown today? I mean, if there, 
there's there's one person who's going to make sure that he got that opportunity. It was dying <laughs> himself, and so and so I'm glad he I'm glad he did it, and he deserves it because that dude's made some big plays on the defensive side of the ball. So why not have a little fun? All right. Well, well played today, uh, Diane. I I really thought you did a great job. You made some tough catches. Really, with a big contributor and. Uh, Help get that momentum going your way in the second half. So uh, congratulations. To I, I really appreciate it. Thank hey, Dylan, you guys what's, so much. Uh, what's next for you, by the way? What's happening with you? Uh, you know, obviously I came here with the goal to play in the NFL, and that that's still the goal. And so um, I'll uh, go ahead and sign with an agency as soon as possible and um, take care of training so that I can perform at, at Pro Day to the best of my ability and, um, you know, do, do what I've been dreaming of my entire life. Well, Dylan Colley, it's been a pleasure to see both your career start and end at BYU and follow you at Hawaii while you were gone. It was great to have you back. I wish you the best. Happy holidays and safe travels and everything you wish in the future. Absolutely. Merry Christmas. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Dylan. That's yeah. Dylan Colley. And this is the Cougar Locker Room Show brought to you in part by Provo Land Title Company. Title and escrow can be complicated with over 50 years' experience in Utah. Provo Land Title has the expertise to navigate your buying, selling, or building project. Provo Land Title, making the complicated easier. More from Boise next. You're on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We will let you know we have more to come from the Cougar Locker Room area. This is the Cougar Locker Room Show. Greg Rubel and Mark Lyons with you. The MVP of the 2018 Famous Idaho Potato Bowl is freshman Zach Wilson. The last time a BYU freshman started a bowl game that BYU won, the quarterback was Jay Keeps, and he was the MVP of the 2010 New Mexico Bowl. Zach, Zach ended up 18 for 18, as you all know, and the 18 consecutive completions in the game set the new BYU single-game record, uh, topping a couple of Steves here at BYU. Sarkeesian, who did it twice, and Steve Young, who did it against Wyoming uh, back in the day. And then uh, Tanner Mangum came in, went one for one. BYU, as a team, went 19 <laughs> for 19. And uh, so if you go back to the Utah game, Zach Wilson has completed 19 passes in a row heading into next year. And uh, the BYU record for most consecutive completions overall, that is more than one game, is 22, set by Steve Young. In 1982, he had eight versus Utah State and then the first 14 against Wyoming. So the overall multi-game record is 22, and Zach will start next year at 19. Yes, it does carry on, so we'll see how he yeah. does to start yeah. next season. Sure, he even carries over for years. He's had two pretty games here, uh, two pretty good games here in Boise. BYU didn't win against Boise State, but Zach was, I thought, really good and kind of showed uh, the glimpse of uh, the kind of player he's ultimately going to be. Yeah, I thought he was a complete player in that game, and uh, uh, certainly they took, uh, you know, in a game that uh, you would have thought Boise was going to win handily, and it was down to the final play of the football game again. Three times that that's happened for BYU and still not having a victory here. <clears throat> so... I guess there's some satisfaction in the fact that they finally broke the hex with a blue turf and were able to get a victory here in this stadium. I said, uh, of all the venues you'd been to multiple times without a BYU win, this was the one with the most losses, and now you finally got one. Yeah, in fact, uh, now there's a victory at uh, the stadium, and uh, many more to come, I'm thinking. Sione Takitaki ended up with career highs in assisted solo and, of course, total tackles 19. Oh, and that's number four in BYU school history for total tackles in a single game. And he was just everywhere you'd want him to be and then places you don't expect him sometimes. He was, <laughs> he was all over the place. Yeah, he was in the backfield causing trouble, beating him up. He was on the sidelines, you know. He's going from that inside linebacker position, and he's out there helping on the sidelines from receivers, catching the footballs. It was, he, he really did get a chance to roam from sideline to sideline and then played the middle part. Uh, just really well, solid player. 
Uh, Sione was great. The only thing he needed was an interception and a score, and then he <laughs> would have been like Kyle Van Noy. <laughs> yeah, right. A career rushing high for Riley Burt, 110 yards. A career long, both pass and reception for Zach Wilson and Aleva Hifo on their 70-yard connection here today. Final score, 49-18, BYU over Western Michigan. The Cougar Locker Room Show continues after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. One and a half tackles for loss, part of Kyrus Tonga's two-tackle day, which was part of BYU's demolition of Western Michigan today. 49-18 is our final. Greg Grubel and Mark Lyons upstairs. And down in the Cougar locker room area, it is number 95, Kyrus Tonga joining us. Hello, Kyrus. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Happy holidays. Congratulations to you on a wonderful win for the team today. Uh, just your overall reaction to what went down over 60 minutes today. Appreciate it. No, it was, it was awesome. It was, a, it was a great team win. We came out and uh, we played our ball, so it, it was fun. What, what, when you say playing our ball, what does that mean to you? I think it's just, just going out and being ourselves. Uh, a lot of times we go out and we're so, uh, we're so anxious to do other people's jobs, but I think as, as uh, we went into halftime, knowing that we just need to play our own game, play our, um, our 111, do our own job, we'll be good, and it, it showed. Well, you really made an impressive play when you just uh, barreled through the line. It was a third and short, or was it a fourth down play? And, man, you made a nice solid tackle. Tell me about how that went on. Um, we knew they were going to run the ball. They've been running the ball um, all game and uh, actually all season just uh, on short downs. Short downs. So um, we, we knew what we had to do. We had to be physical, and um, I got lucky, and he was, I was in the backfield with the running back, so... <laughs> It was fun. <laughs> yeah, you hit him straight up, right? <laughs> yeah, and so uh, was the guy that you played against, uh, how were they as far as uh, comparison to other teams you played this year? They were good. Um, they're, they're physical. They're very disciplined. Uh, they didn't make a lot of mistakes, but uh, we knew that they're, they're going to be like that. They're a great team, a great coach. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so we knew that uh, we, we had a, a tough one. But it was fun just to go out and to, pl to play against this team. Super good team. They're very humble um, and to, to go out with the win. A team averaging a 33-plus points per game, and they were kept down by BYU today. When you come off the field, Kyrus, you're meeting with your coaches, you're talking with your boys, you're, you're getting to rest. How much time did you have to actually really enjoy what the offense and Zach Wilson were doing today? It, it was fun to watch. Um, it's, it's just awesome to see them put up points the way they do um, and the, all the confidence in the world with Zach. Uh, there's never a time where we doubt, or even anyone on the offensive side, uh, we know that if they go three and out, we know that they'll come back stronger the next uh, series. Now, I know you're a defensive guy, but uh, your offense lost running back number one, running back number two, running back number three. Numbers were thin. Guys had to step up. How proud are you of the guys for generating what they did without a lot of bodies today? I was, I was extremely happy. Uh, we have that mentality of next man up. Uh, we don't see each other as like, hey, you're the third guy, you're the fourth guy. If you get your number called, you got to go and, and play and, and show out. And that's what they did. So I'm super excited for them and super happy. So was the, the bowl preps a little different, but how about the kind of your anticipation, your emotions as you come into this bowl game? Uh, were you guys in, enthusiastic? Were you excited about having this opportunity to play again? Did you take the field with the attitude that, man, we're going to kick them today? Yeah, uh, we came in. We knew they were going to be a good team. But um, we came in super excited because just last year, uh, not being able to make it to a ball game, uh, it was hard. So being able to, to be in uh, our shoes now, uh, it was humbling. But um, at the same time, we knew what we had to do. And 
uh, just show out. It's not just a regular game. Um, we have something to prove. So it, it was fun to, to come out to Boise and to, to participate with the team activities and just to show out. Did you end up with a potato out of the bowl? <laughs> uh, no, they were throwing it, but it was too cold to catch them. So. <laughs> now, because you're a nose tackle, your numbers look different than Sione's at the end of the game. But, wow, 19 tackles, 9 solos for Sione Taki Taki today. What would you say about him? Hey, he, the, I, I'm not even surprised, to be honest. He's a, he's a great guy, um, a great player, even, even a greater guy off the field. So uh, I'm proud of him. I'm happy for him. And I can't wait to see him at the next level. It seems like you guys are pretty happy for Kalani once the, once the clock went out today. Is that, is yeah. that fair? <laughs> Yeah, we, uh, he, he deserves it. He's a great coach, and we're grateful to have him on this side of the ball. All right. Uh, how excited are you to, well, first of all, get some relax, relaxation time, but then actually get back to work and, and, and pick up where you left off uh, next year? Yeah, we're, we're excited. We're, it's, it's, it's good that we get to relax, be with the family, but we know that uh, that's going to come to an end soon. So got to get our minds right and, and be prepare for next year. Well, it was <clears throat> fun to watch a dominating performance on the defense today. Uh, I liked that they were on the one-yard line, and it took them four plays to get into there. Uh, you guys did a nice job today. It's going to help you to build for the next season, right? Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Thanks, Kyrus. Appreciate it. And, uh, have again, have a safe and happy holiday season, and uh, best of luck as you move forward. Thank you so much. You guys, too. Thank you. All right. That is Kyrus Tolga, and that is our Cougar Locker Room Show. The head coach of the Cougars, Kalani Sitake, will have a conversation with us coming up next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of BYU football continues with the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. And before head coach Kalani Sitake joins us, we will be joined, if we're not already, by quarterback Zach Wilson. Zach, can you hear us down there? Uh, he, we don't have him yet. He is almost ready. All right, well, we'll get the word from Mitch when Zach is ready and has the headset on, and then uh, Zach will proceed Kalani Sitake on the airwaves, and uh, I don't know if you just if you're just tuning in, uh, you missed uh, BYU quarterbacks throwing nothing but completions today. Uh, BYU threw the ball 19 times for 19 completions, and Mark, some were throws you expect to be caught, and some were throws that you go, wow, how was that caught? And some were throws you thought, man, no other quarterback but this guy gets it there. It was kind of a variety of things, but every yeah. catch was made. Yeah, that's the truth, Greg. Uh, that uh, you know, and it uh, it does take some good fortune, but. Uh, We've seen so many balls uh, in similar positions this season that were thrown. Uh, Neil Pau's catch uh, earlier, we might have seen that ball go through his hands, and yet tonight, how about a love is great grab? Yeah, man, a one-handed snag on the sideline with a guy pulling your arm. Uh, it does take. It takes everyone it takes, doing it. Right? It does. It does. And uh, the time that he has to throw it, uh, you know, nearing the end of the second, nearing the end of the second quarter. Uh, there weren't many open receivers that Zach was finding. He's have a little trouble in uh, locating people. And uh, then in the second quarter, he just went ahead and started throwing it to the people, and they were catching everything he threw up. I want to get to a couple of numbers before Zach joins us and then Kalani. Uh, BYU ended up with six tackles for loss on the day, three sacks. And here were the players who had tackles for loss. Sione Takitaki had one. Uh, Lorenzo Fawatea had one and a half. Our guest, Kairos Tonga. Fun talking to Kairos. Kairos Tonga had one and a half. Zach Daw had one, and we had one from Kamalani Kaluyuakalani as well. That gets you to six <laughs> tackles for loss for BYU. Who were the players who caught all the passes today? Well, Dylan Colley, our guest, had six for 124 and two touchdowns. Matt Bushman, four for 52. Aleva Hifo, two for 85, including that career-long 70-yard reception, career-long pass as well for Zach Wilson. 
Neil Pau, by the way, Aleva Hippo's 70-yard reception was for a score, so give him a touchdown. Neil Pau had two catches for 57. Talon Shumway, two for 18. Dallin Holker, one for 20. That was a nice catch. Dax Milne, uh, one for five, and that was a touchdown catch for Dax Milne. And so kudos to Dax on that. And for Dax, I should have noted at the time I did not, that is his first touchdown as a BYU Cougar. Oh, yeah, I would have thought, yeah. And then Tyler Algier had uh, one catch uh, for minus three, kind of a double catch he had to make, lost three yards on it. That gets you to 19 catches on 19 attempts. So a perfect passing day for BYU, 19 for 19 for 358, four touchdowns, no picks. You take a look at Zach Wilson's passer rating of 321.3, and then you throw Tanner Mangum in, and when you go one for one for 41, that gets you to (laughs) 444.4. So a couple of astronomical numbers from BYU's quarterbacks today. And we should also note, and I didn't talk about this in in fact for quite a while, may have tweeted about it hours ago, but with Zach's performance today, he sets BYU's freshman quarterback season pass efficiency record. Oh, yeah, that's right. And the guy who set it, well, maybe I'll wait to... Ask, ask Zach ourselves if he knew uh, who said it. Hey, Zach Wilson, can you hear us okay down there? We'll see if Zach's on the headset here. Zach, can you hear us? Yeah, hey, got you guys. Greg Rubel and uh, Mark Lyons upstairs. So I was just saying, you set this season BYU's new freshman quarterback pass efficiency record for a season as a freshman. Do you know who set the record originally? I don't. Who is that? It was Ty Detmer. Yeah, great Ty, quarterback. Ty Detmer, Ty Detmer back in 1988, <laughs> and you broke that record with your season performance uh, capping off with uh, today's game. Well, first up, thanks for coming on. I know you've been uh, in demand. Uh, thanks for taking a minute to, to spend a few minutes with us. Congratulations on the game, but more importantly, the team win. And I've a- I'll ask you what I asked the other guys too, Zach, and that is how important is it to go from 6-6 six and six to 7-6 and six with this one game? Yeah, that was a huge focus this whole last week. I mean, uh, Ending the season with a winning a winning season is so much better than a losing season. I mean, that kind of gets guys excited for the next year, excited to want to work harder and, and get in the gym and, and get in, and get into out on the field, you know, throwing extra. And, and I think people are, you know, we're really excited for this next season, and we're glad we could end this way. So much focus goes to your 18 for 18, and, and Tanner's one for one on top of that. But I know you want to spread the credit around to the guys that really make these plays ultimately what they are at the end of the day. It's not just one guy doing it, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, it starts with the O-line. I mean, those guys were giving me time all night. And, uh, you know, I've I've played with, uh, you know, a team before where your O-line struggles. And, you know, it's not easy to be a successful quarterback. So, I mean, those guys up front have been doing it for me all year. Uh, The receivers were coming up big. I mean, they were making making plays on 50-50 balls, making a lot of hard catches across the middle. And, uh, you know, just one of those is, um, it great, great that they can bail me out, especially you know Matt Bushman reaching over a guy and <laughs> pulling the ball in. I mean, you know, you can't. I mean, that's why when they say the completion, you know, every time I throw, someone's got to catch. I mean, it goes both ways. Yeah, I was going to ask you real quickly: Were there any balls you threw today where you thought eh, this might not get caught by our guy? Sorry, I think did I you have any that. ball? Did you have any balls today you threw where you were not sure if it was going to be caught by your guy? Uh, I mean, there was a there was a few. Um, I had a lot of confidence in my receivers. I mean, even some of those deep balls where, you know, the guy was right on their butt. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think it's something we've repped so much that I'm so much more comfortable with throwing a fade route down the field like that just because we've, we've done it more and we've practiced the technique. Um, you know, the only one I could say was probably the one to Bushman. I mean, it looked like the guy was up in press, and he, he, he decided to let him go, like in a roll corner. So uh, last second I adjusted to try to throw a little higher for Bush, and, he, you know, he's a great target just to go up and get something. So... So as you guys were preparing for the bowl game, does it uh, feel a little bit different in bowl preparation than it would say your weekly games that you're preparing for in the season? Yeah, I mean, it's been a little different. The preparation, I know, has been a little tedious on guys, and 
you know, people are like, why are we practicing on Saturday? Why are we coming out here two weeks in a row? You know, we don't play for a month. Like, what are we doing this for? And um, I think you just have to look at the positives of everything. I mean, yeah. I was telling the receivers and, you know, the coaches were portraying to me, like, hey, this is another spring ball. I mean, the teams that yeah. didn't make a bowl game, they don't get the advantage of having these extra practices. And I was excited for it just because we're starting to move in the right direction. We're starting to find what we're really good at. So I wanted these extra practices like, hey, let's get work. Let's get working on yeah. the off season now. Like, let's get back into lifting. Let's get back into running. Let's get our bodies healthy with rehab. And, and coming into this game, it was like, okay, this is the first game of the next season already. So that's what leads me into my next question. Uh, you were in charge of it all because uh, you were then identified as being the quarterback. Did you have a more comfortable feeling as being the starting quarterback as you were doing in this bowl prep? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, I think the stress of it in practice trying to be perfect all the time kind of faded. It was more of just like, okay, like I know I'm the guy yeah, here. Let's try yeah. and just get better. And, you know, I wasn't thinking as much. I was playing and, and getting that many more reps I really felt showed – in just in just my accuracy i mean getting so many reps of just one thing i was like okay in practice i should never miss a fade i should be 100 percent. i should never miss a fade when it was early on when i was just maybe getting a couple reps here and there mm -hmm. you know i wasn't as consistent in my throwing ability so going into this bowl game it was like okay i know what we're capable of doing and i just need to come out here and just let it rip from august through december what do you think you uh either learn most or will take most out of this year into what's next for you yeah, I think it's just the talent level of, of college. And, you know, you start to react and, and, and feel how these guys are different than high school. And yeah. so many guys are so much faster. And there's so many more defensive coverages people can throw at you or delayed blitzes or, you know, me trying to figure out what my protection is or when's a good time to run or how, how I can force the ball in there with someone being, you know, that much quicker. So I, I realized you know, especially with film prep and the help of my coaches and, and, and my players around me that, you know, this is something that we can really work at and, and just get consistent with. And you start to get a good feel for everything. You start to realize, like, okay, these are the kind of balls you can throw. These are the kind of ones you can't. Yeah, that was my first impression. It was like everybody's an all-star when you show up at camp, and uh, it's just a lot different than everybody was good in high school, but uh, you get to it's just another level of uh, performance. So uh, now as you uh, have finished this season and uh, you have some work to do now in the off season, and, and you're already accustomed to doing that, right? Yeah, I am. I mean, I'm excited for this off season. I know the rest of the team is too. Hey, did you end up with a potato out of the bowl tonight? So I actually bit one <laughs> um, and then threw it into the stands. I saw Zach Katoa <laughs> grabbed it for me, so maybe I can go grab one back. <laughs> hey, BYU fans, by the way, represented pretty well today, I thought. How about you? Yeah, I did. I mean, they were, you know, they're super supportive. I'm glad we have such a big fan base around the world and guys that are, you know, willing to drive from Salt Lake or BYU fans that are here in Boise that, were, you know, come down and support us. Now, you've been in some pretty fun uh, post-game locker rooms already in your freshman year. Uh, where, where did today stack up? I actually didn't even go in the locker room. Oh, yeah, I was standing out there on the field um, <laughs> yeah. You're out there a taking long time. pictures. Yeah, oh, so, man. Yeah, that was tough. Well, it was a good post-game celebration either way. I know you guys yep. had a lot of fun with Kalani on the sideline, and it, it looked, like a, looked like a fun occasion down there. Yeah, it was. I mean, this is something great to be a part of, and I know the, the seniors are happy to end this way, and I'm glad we could get it done for them. Well, so, last thing for you, what's a reasonable expectation for you and the guys as you try and get ready for the 2019 season here before too long? Yeah, just to keep getting on the same page. We want to we build kind of like the passing game that we have going. I mean, specifically for me, that's what's important to me. And, you know, as a team, we'll, we'll find that connection. But I, I realized tonight, you know, when you started throwing in the second half, it started to open up those big running lanes. Mm. And going into this off scene, I hope to get a little more a little more trust in myself to be able to make, you know, a little audibles at the line or 
or you know increase my knowledge by being able to slide a protection one way or have another guy you know quick hot route here so I mean this is a new staff and they understand they want to get to that point too so um, I think this offseason just kind of polishing everything we have uh, just the base things we have this year we're going to polish all those and make them a little more complicated. Uh, Zach, bowl games are a little bit different. Does everybody go home tonight, or are there, te- are there players that are actually, I mean, going back to Provo tonight, or are there players that are actually headed for home from here? Yeah, so the whole team is actually hopping on buses on their way home. Uh, my family's all down here staying the, staying the extra night, so I'll be here till Saturday, and then I'll take off tomorrow. And, uh, you know, I, lo- I know a lot of guys are just um, married, too, so I'm, I'm not sure what they're going to be doing, but, uh, you know, a lot of the married couples on the team are, are probably – to be hanging out with their family driving back but the bus for the majority is coming back tonight well zach we know it's uh it's probable that you're going to throw an incompletion at some point uh <laughs> the rest of your career but you're going to go into a straight into next year with a string of 19 straight and counting when you take the last one from utah on 18 today so keep it running as long as you can it's always a good thing yep. to have everyone catch your balls and uh have a great off season happy holidays really enjoyed talking with you tonight and all the best to you appreciate it thank you thank you zach that's zach wilson all right Good stuff from Zach and uh, great stuff from BYU, the quarterbacks in particular. But uh, truly a team effort, and it takes a, vill- a village to complete a pass. <laughs> and BYU <laughs> was 19 for 19 today for 358 and four touchdowns, part of the 49-18 to 18 win over Western Michigan. We'll stay right here until we hear that Kalani's on the headset. And when Kalani pops it on, we'll uh, get the coach's comments as our postgame coverage continues. But we'll go without a break for the time being and get as much time with uh, Kalani as we can before they uh, pack him up and head him on out and uh, – I think you got to feel pretty good, Mark, about uh, where BYU is uh, with uh, with quarterback moving forward. Yeah, I think uh, uh, I think the whole situation not just not just quarterback. I think there's a, a lot of talent that uh, is coming back and going to be good. Yep, I, I, there's a there's a really strong core, and uh, we saw that in evidence here this afternoon, this evening, and it is evening as we bring in Kalani Sitake, the head coach of the BYU Cougars. Kalani, congratulations on career win number 20. A little mini milestone for you there. And most importantly, finishing of the year with a winning record and uh, one of the best games we've seen your guys play and just uh, really happy for you. Thank you. I was really happy our guys uh, could get it turned around at halftime, you know, and then um, just uh, proud of our, our players and leadership on this team. And I think uh, that's a great momentum builder for us and get going to next season. But really good that we can send our seniors out with a win, um, especially after the last game of the season. You know, we our guys had a lot of um, urgency to get back on the field and, and play. So we had 15 really good practices and felt like our guys utilized all of them well and really proud of our team. And, man, I just love our fans. They're so awesome. And I know we had great support all around the world, but it was nice to have the fans here at Boise representing us too. Yeah, it's the truth that uh, you got a chance to – all those seniors that are going to be gone, not all of them are going to be football players uh, any longer. And it is kind of hard for them to be able to play that last game and recognize, well, this is it. Yeah, and I mean, you know, that's that's a, a tough thing. It's it's a, 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 a sad moment, but happy for, for them. And knowing that this was coming to an end, you know, and, and um, I just – I'm just I'm just thankful that our guys got the win. It's such a huge relief for our players, and the way we did it, you know, coming back and and um, and and basically um, overcoming some adversity and and having a great second half. And you see the the energy on the team on the sidelines yeah. really was there from the beginning, you know. So uh, it was nice that our guys were able to do that. Our quarterback, um, both quarterbacks were perfect, you know. So. Um, I think that's a good that's a good sign for our our friend Mark Lyons to be out or to <laughs> leave with his quarterback. What a great uh, 
what a great thing for you to, to be, you know, to have this be your last game as well and yeah. have it be a win. But then your quarterbacks, you know, being a former quarterback yourself, going perfect. And so Man, yeah. did, the, did the perfect game, no hitter for you. <laughs> yeah. more, from, more from Kalani Sitake coming up next. We'll take a break here from Boise on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, to BYU 49, Western Michigan 18. The Cougars win their 15th bowl game. BYU now 15, 20, and 1 in 36 bowl games. Head coach the Cougars, Kalani Sitake, with us here from Albertson Stadium. Uh, Zach Wilson threw the ball only two times more in the second half than he did the first half, but was Kalani the plan to kind of let him grip it and rip it and sling it around here today? Yeah, especially with the defense. You know, having um, they made a change on defense uh, as far as the staff. They changed their defense coordinator before uh, the Northern Illinois game, right. Western Michigan did. And so we only really had that one game to go off of with the new coordinator, and then they had all this time to prepare. So we really weren't, didn't know what we were going to expect. And, and, and um, as we went through it, it kind of seemed like they were going to focus on pressuring and try to take away the run. And so, uh, you know, as, uh, even though we felt really comfortable with, a, with our matchup up front, we felt like we can dominate the line of scrimmage. It's really difficult to do that when teams are just loading the box and, and, and blitzing and doing zero pressures. And so um, we were able to mix it up, talked about it at halftime, and um, you got to just let, let it rip, you know, let the quarterback do his thing. And, and um, you know, I, I really feel like I've been basically asking for that all year long, you know, and, and I, I'm glad that we were able to do it. And you just have to trust the kid. You know, he's a he's a freshman, but not anymore. He's, he's a guy that's got a lot of games under his belt and has experience, and you just got to let him go. And... I'm glad we were able to do that and hit targets that and make big plays. We didn't have a lot of plays, but so in, in that with with not with a limited amount of plays, we got to make big big gains. I was just going to say, with only 52 offensive snaps, pretty good when you can go 9.4 yards per play and end up with a, almost a, a point per play, <laughs> which is what you did. Yeah, our defensive guys are really happy. I mean, if you go three plays and you score a touchdown, they're, they're going to love that. <laughs> and so, really, don't care about um, sustaining drives. We just need points on the board and. And uh, I think this is really good for us to see as a, as a coaching staff and also as uh, for our players to see what our strengths are going into the next season. I was really proud of the run game. You know, I th- I, it was the pass game that opened up the run. And yeah. um, because we were able to throw the ball and trust Zach with the ball, I mean, I believe there's one series where he got sacked and we still scored a touchdown, you know, and, and those used to be drive killers for us. And um, when you have a guy that can throw the ball and you have capable receivers and you have good pass protection, um, you got to just let them rip, and that's kind of like what we used to do back in the old days, you know. And so um, I, I think uh, being able to get chunk yardage and make big plays is what our offense needs to do. And defenses need to stay steady, what they've been doing, and play good, solid, fundamental defense. And that I think that's a good recipe for success for us as a team. Just to confirm and support what you're talking about, in your seven drives for touchdowns, uh, the first one was 41 seconds. Second one, a minute 46, a minute 27, 45 seconds, a minute 19, mm-hmm. a minute 47, and then the long one, three minutes and 30 seconds because you were kind of killing clock at the same time you were driving it. But, uh, yeah, you when you're making those kind of short drives uh, in the second half, boy, they were just such momentum builders that everybody's getting excited and everything was happening, and you just started rolling. Well, that's just more, it's more entertaining. That's what our, we're use, using all our strengths, you know. And um, I, I think that's what Dylan Colley's been wanting to do all year long and, and all the other receivers. We have some really good receivers on our team. And, um, you know, unfortunately, Gunner wasn't able to go, but we've, we've signed some really good guys too. And 
some guys are going to develop, and, and I feel really good. The sad part is we lose Dylan, but I think he's the only one we lose uh, through graduation. So the, um, the rest of the guys, I think, will be ready to roll. And, and um, the, the most important part is that we have Zach that can throw the ball, and we just need to create more competition for him. Jaron needs to step up and, and be a guy that, that can try to possibly try to steal a spot, but at the mm -hmm. same time, they're going to make each other better because I've seen that happen already with what the culture is on our offense and with what our, our quarterbacks coach does. You know, he's really demanding of all the quarterbacks, and they got, they got better. You even saw Tanner get better throughout the year. You just weren't able to see him on the field much, but um, that drive that he had, that, that's kind of what he you see what he does normally and being able to throw the deep ball and, uh, and direct the offense really well. But for us, we just need to make sure that we um, do whatever it takes to score points, and I don't really care about grinding out the clock and sustaining drives. I just want to score points. Well, I know that your bus is about to leave. We've got to let you go real quickly, but just a last couple quick things here. Uh, what a great team win because of how many guys you were missing. You mentioned just one, Gunner, but there were so many guys that you used during the year that you couldn't use today. A bunch of guys had to be better than they maybe uh, had been, and they were, and you had to use a lot of different guys, and it all happened today to get you guys the win. So I know you're proud of your guys that way. Very proud of the players, and... and um, they, you know, I, I, I don't say this enough. I was really pleased with our coaching staff. Um, Eli Satuyaki, his defense coordinator, is amazing. Did a great job all year long and really happy uh, that, that he was able to get a lot of young guys playing and the D-line rolling. Um, you know, Ed's been solid at special teams, and, and uh, Grimes has done a wonderful job with the offense. And so as, as we started creating momentum, I, I'm really looking forward to 2019. And I want to have a fun time trying to get our schedule and try to build and get ready for Utah next year. I want you to enjoy today, of course, and I'll let Mark have the final word with you here in a minute. But, uh, yeah, in, in terms of an eye toward the future, whether it's spring or next summer, how excited are you for what comes next for BYU football? So fired up, man. I, I want to get to work on it, you know. And tonight we're going to spend the night in Boise, my family and I. We're going to we'll watch Mary Poppins and have a great time. <laughs> and, and, um, but, but really excited that we got the win, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to the future. Well, congratulations, Coach. It's been a fun ride to be with you guys, and uh, I appreciate your uh, kind comments, and uh, I feel the same about you. You're the right guy for the job, and I'm excited to see where it's headed. Appreciate you, Mark. Miss, going to miss you, love you, and uh, thank you for everything that you're about, not just what you do for sports, but as a person, and you're mentoring for all of us. I know I speak for Greg when I say that you're an amazing person, and your your friendship is the most important thing that I've seen that, uh, out of media people, and Really looking forward to getting to see you on the sideline. Come hang out with me oh, at practices and stuff. <laughs> okay. But love you very much, and thank you. Go Kooks. Well, thanks. Thanks a lot, Kalani. Appreciate you saying that. Safe travels. Happy holidays to you and your family. We'll see you soon. Okay. Love you guys. Thanks. All right. All that's right. Kalani Sitake. And that is our Cougar Postgame Coaches Show, our last one with Kalani for the 2018 season. We'll come back and do some Cougar Nation now with you next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You are tuned to BYU Dining's Cougar Nation Now. BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Be a part of the show by tweeting your questions using the hashtag BYUCNN. Let's head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort broadcast booth and join Mark Lyons along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU Creamery Cougar Nation Now is on the air for a final time this season. You're welcome to join the program by dropping us a Twitter, dropping us a tweet on the Twitter with the hashtag BYUCNN. That's hashtag BYU, then the letters CNN. That gets you into BYU Creamery, Cougar Nation now. And the way we kind of roll on the show is uh, I and Mark and Mitch, when he gets up here, kind of kick it around. Whatever we uh, you know think will be uh, something fun to talk about from today's game, we'll chat it up and we'll do so. 
uh, based around the discussion points that our that our listeners submit to us on the Twitter. So we get an interesting comment, and then we uh, we, we chat it up. Yeah, that's the way it goes. Just like we're a couple of guys out chatting over uh, hamburger after the game. Well, I will say this. Uh, we're bound to hear from a lot of fans who are just uh, happy to have uh, had another day of hearing uh, Mark Lyons. And uh, people like Ryan Lundgren, at Ryan K. Lundgren, says that the crew, the radio guys, uh, especially for you, Mark, were on point again today, but not quite as perfect as Zach Wilson. <laughs> says, thanks for a great season. Congratulations, Mark. You will be missed. And uh, we're going to get a lot of that, and I hope uh, I hope to read as many of them as I possibly can here in the time we've got with you uh, here tonight as uh, we uh, kind of give Mark a, a fond farewell at the end of this broadcast, making it the end of this season and the end of Mark's uh, spectacular 38-year broadcast career. But we're not at the end yet. We're just getting going here on Cougar Nation now. So hashtag BYUCNN, hashtag BYUCNN on Twitter if you'd like to join the broadcast. And uh, Jim from Boring, Oregon, oh, back oh in the man, day. Oh, yep. man, that's a, been a long time. Jim from Boring, Oregon tweets in and says, Jim says, good luck, Mark. You are the best. Going to miss you. and Go Kooks. As Jim probably still is in Boring. Uh, that's pretty interesting. And I've run into Jim on occasion, you know, at different place. And uh, way back in the day when we would either do a coach's show call-in or the yeah. post-game call Jim from Boring, Oregon was a regular Pretty staple. regular and always with good stuff. Yes. Yeah. Great content. Well, Jim from Boring, Oregon, great to hear from you. Thank you for joining us. Hashtag BYUCNN. And, uh, Mark, we've you know broken it down in so many different ways over the last uh, six hours or so. Uh, what's uh, what's going to stick with you? Not just about the the game today, but what will be your 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 overwhelming recollection of this season of the 2018 BYU Cougars at seven and six? Well, yeah, it is what I think everybody's been talking about: the ups and the downs. And uh, it's interesting that uh, they could be. Uh, I'm talking about BYU was uh, good enough to beat Arizona, and then good enough to beat Wisconsin, and you just anticipate you're going to be good enough to beat Northern Illinois. And it didn't happen that way. And there, uh, Utah State was just a whooping, and I, I felt uh, like that was a hard thing to deal with. And so there were times during this year that uh, I didn't feel as though hmm, uh, game day was as important as it needs to be. And so uh, when teams are uh, up a little bit and excited about, you know, it is, it's game day. Now, I know uh, Nate Mickle and I used to argue quite a bit about this, but. Uh, <laughs> Good-natured arguing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, I happened to read in an article one time about a girl volleyball player, a college girl volleyball player that said, our coach doesn't get us excited for the game. And, uh, you know, my high school coach really got us pumped up and ready. And, see, I think it's the player's responsibility to be pumped up for the game. I don't know that the coach has to be, uh, you know, the the guy that's doing that. I think it helps, and I think he's going to say things that are going to be, uh, you know, thought-worthy. You're, you're going to listen to him. But I feel like the players have that responsibility on game day. I'm, I've worked all week. Today is my test, and I'm going to go out and get an A on my exam because people come to watch. How the coach has got you ready, and how you are prepared to play. Mitchell Jurgens now joining us up here in the uh, the booth. BYU defeats Western Michigan by a score of uh, forty nine to tw- uh, forty nine to uh, eighteen. Beg your pardon. As uh, BYU is victorious, and so Zach, we should have noted this with with Zach, and we didn't. But uh, Zach Wilson becomes the first BYU quarterback to defeat Western Michigan since Mark Lyons. <laughs> yeah. 
That's right. That's true, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is true. And, yeah, and it is. Mark was the starting quarterback the last time BYU beat Western Michigan, and now Zach Wilson enters that exclusive company. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I was surprised too that our score was forty-four to nineteen. Certainly in the same Very neighborhood. Close. And this was just—it was—it was just an overwhelming. Uh, well, for the home game, the, for the home game, you got you did yeah, beat them the next year in Kalamazoo. But I'm saying, yeah. as you watch this game, and BYU took over momentum and control, and it was just uh, everything was BYU. And for BYU, I don't remember the game so much, uh, but it was forty-four to nineteen. We had to have had a similar presentation that day that we were playing. Randy tweets in, enjoyed the broadcast from the land down under. He says, Sydney is a little chillier than normal this time of year. <laughs> Take your word for it on that. But the wind today made it feel a lot warmer. And I think that goes today for the uh, BYU Cougars in, in Boise. His name is Randy. Good day, Randy. Good day, mate. Good day, yeah. mate. <laughs> it, it was chilly down there. It got Hold there. on. We got uh, Mitch on the headset here. Hello. Here we go. Yeah, it was it was chilly down there. It started off pretty nice. and then uh, Yeah, the half. Yes. And half came. <laughs> each quarter passed, and I started to get a little bit, a little bit colder each, each, uh, each quarter. But, uh, but it did. It made the win. It, it truly does. It makes it feel warmer and makes it feel like a much better game. What's wrong with your voice, Mitchell? <laughs> How's the? The can voice you hear me? is fine. The headset's not great yeah, for whatever reason. See, <laughs> I think we're okay now. We'll try and figure facetious. this out. If we have to take a break and switch out the headset, we will. But other than that, we'll keep on rolling here. Forty-nine to eighteen, BYU over Western Michigan is our final score. Cougar Nation now. BYU Creamery. Cougar Nation now rolls on after this. Tweet us hashtag BYUCNN hashtag BYUCNN to get your thoughts in on Twitter during our post-game broadcast. And uh, if you want to just say so long and thank you to Mark Lyons, you can do that too. In fact, we uh, welcome that here on the New Skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Nation now on the New Skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Hashtag BYUCNN to get your tweets in on BYU Creamery Cougar Nation now. Uh, At Bubba Fenton asks a good question. How many players in BYU football history have scored on both offense and defense like Diane Gomwoliku, and we'll have to look into that one because I don't know off the top of my head who's done that. We had players who switched positions, scored on either one or the other, but I don't recall somebody that's done it on both, and Diane after today has definitely scored on both defense and now offense. Hmm. And Bubba says, P.S., yeah, thanks. he's an Olympus High School kid. Thanks for making me awesome at math, Mark Lyons. Yeah, I know. So, yeah. That's Bubba. Yeah. Bubba Fenton, yeah, he was an Olympus High School student. Uh, Grizz, at Grizz Father. We know him quite well. He says, it was awesome getting to know you, Mark, during the coaches' shows when they were in the President's Loge at BYU. All of BYU will miss you. You were a huge part of the football game days for so many, us, so many of us. Thanks for the great memories. And that comes in from our, our man Grizz. And from uh, at KW Jazzman, always been good to listen to you, Mark Lyons. You are the man. Thanks for all you've done. <laughs> and from Jana Francis, at Jana underscore Steels on Twitter. My favorite moment in the fall is finally hearing Greg, my boy, what a great day for a football game. You know, that's funny. That the day I was accusing a guy that he wasn't ever listening to our broadcast because I thought he was saying some things that were kind of contrary to what we'd been uh, had our opinions about. And I said, well, how often do you listen to our broadcast? And he says, all the time, Greg, my boy, what a great day for a football <laughs> game. And that proved it that he yep. was a listener. <laughs> Jana adds, and I know this, she said she worked for KSL Radio and the BYU Sports Program for eight years. And she says, you are a legend, Mark. We'll miss you on the airwaves. And uh, she's uh, appreciated you for all those years. So thanks to Jana for sending that in as well. well thank you. Thank you. Friends. And our man, uh, our, our man, Greg Welch, from out there in the hinterlands, at Art Director BYU. 
on Twitter. Says, tell Mark congrats, and I'm looking forward to reading, and I get in free. <laughs> your book. <that's laughs> Maybe I better start that book. Yep. He says it should be titled, and I get in for free, 38 years of watching great football games. Yeah. So then 38 years, yeah, got, I got know. Got yourself a title. You know, and there are so many stadiums that we could just uh, identify the special feelings of being at those places. Hashtag BYUCNN to get in on BYU Creamery, Cougar Nation now. Hashtag BYUCNN on Twitter as we roll on from Boise. We hit the thing earlier, but yeah, fi- Mark, you finally get a win in this building. We have we we we've been here five times before and left with a losing feeling five times. We get to walk out of here a winner today, not yeah. against the Boise State Broncos, but against but Broncos, Broncos nonetheless. Yeah, and I I am just uh, uh, surprised that you know I talk about it too often, but three of those games here there came down to a last play situation for BYU to win the football game if they execute this play. And all three of those plays failed. You would think the percentages uh, might have been one for three you could make. Uh, you could do a lot more. But uh, So finally, there's a victory uh, watching a team play from BYU beating somebody on the Boise State Smurf turf. Dallin Hansen tweets in, happy to see Tanner Mangum take the field in Idaho. In Idaho, yes, mm-hmm. he provided some of the most thrilling wins in recent history, and that's true, too. Mm-hmm. Tanner leaves with uh, a nice little resume in addition to uh, uh, getting into the game today in his final game in his home state. A lot of good things were done. And uh, our man here to my right, Mitchell Juergens, had a hand in those, right? Yeah, I mean, Tanner's a great quarterback. He, he really is. And uh, he's he's kind of had an up-and-down career with injuries last mm-hmm. year and then, you know, having a quarterback like Zach Wilson come in with so much talent and, and made this quarterback uh, position a, a competition again and, uh, but Tanner Tanner's great, and and uh, he's he's been a part of some big BYU wins, and will always be remembered for those big time games. Yeah, I do. You know, and it was his freshman year that he stepped up, coming right off his mission. And uh, you know, I he and uh, Nate Mickle, Nate Mickle again, and I were always talking about. But uh, I was concerned that he he threw the ball mm-hmm. up many times, giving receivers a chance to go get it. And Nate says, I like that he does that. He gives the guy an opportunity to go make a play. And Mitchell was there, and Devon Blackman was there, and Kurtz and Matthews. Those guys would get out there and get after it and get the ball. Speaking of which, Jarrett Webster on Twitter says, Wilson looked great, but his pass catchers had the best day they've had this year. Love seeing them go get balls. Yeah. Got to agree, right? I, I have to agree that that made Bushman's pick away from that pick. Yeah. <laughs> that was That was sweet. Uh, Maury Alvarez, have loved, have loved listening to you, Mark. Happy trails, and we will miss you. Lorenzo, good luck, Mark Lyons, uh, from at BYU underscore game day, that Twitter account. Thank you, Mark. And uh, the, uh, do you think that playing too well today, or playing very well today, would, uh, do, you know, it, will it be an overconfident team moving forward, he asks, do you wonder? I mean, uh, it's just the end of the season. You're going to yeah. do a whole new season next year. It's not the, yeah. It's got to be a tongue-in-cheek question. They'll be happy, and they'll work hard, and we'll get after it again next year with a whole yeah, new set I, of expectations. Yeah. Mitchell, you uh, you guys had good wins and knew you had to get after it again the next week, right? Oh, yeah. There's You can never win too big. I mean, that's uh, – this is – they're going to build off this momentum, and, and it feels good. You know, this is – what a second half. I mean, it wasn't even wasn't much of a game in the first half for, for BYU, and they came out and just put up so many points in the first, in the second half and looked so good. And, and, and no, I mean, this is – you look at this momentum, and they're going to feel very confident, and that's what you need as a football team is yeah, you need so. to be confident. And so this is this allows them – if they're too confident, 
Um, I mean, you can't be too confident in the game of football. Brandon Halbrook on Twitter. This is how BYU football should look. And it feels like they turned a corner. Excited for the future. And all the best, Mark. We'll miss you. Nick Lee says, I drove to the game from Olympia, Washington. Has there ever been a more perfect quarter of football for BYU than the third quarter? What a statement coming out of the half. It was a 28-0 quarter and the most points scored in a quarter since BYU scored 28 at Texas in the third quarter back in uh, 2014. It was great. Uh, Ryan Miller says, Greg, my boy, what a great day for a football game and a perfect second half and a perfect career finale for the university. And I love Mark Lyons, he said. That's Ryan Miller. And Sam Critchfield tweets in, best of luck, Mark. I've only known BYU football on the radio with you and Greg. Go Cougs. Uh, you know, that that is, golly, Greg, you know, and you should feel the same. Uh, and, Mitchell, you're going to feel the same. We are the presentation for BYU football for a lot of people. And uh, so the way that uh, they hear the game uh, is kind of the opinions that they create. And, uh, golly, I've just been so lucky to have had a part in being part of that uh, for this long been fun we're lucky to have had you john evans says listening to you pre and post game in the car with my dad who's no longer with us as we drove to all the home games or memories i cherish i'm finding this to be harder than anticipated to say goodbye i felt closer to my dad as i've continued that tradition with my son says oh, john yeah. about listening on the radio isn't that something and by the way jim from boring he says, by the way, Jim from Boring is now Jim from Happy Valley, Oregon. I thought he might have yeah. not still been yeah. there. <laughs> he says, it's always appreciated how gracious Mark has been when I've met him at coaches' shows or pregame events. Craig Emmett, thanks, Mark. You'll be missed. Well, I, let me go back to that yes. one about look how valuable football is. You know, and we just so many times people talk about, well, it's football. It's just a football game. It's a game. And there are so it is such a part of family associations it's such a part of friendships that are created with the group so that you're in the field and on the and the coaches and uh, i just think there's so much value in football and i'm, I'm going to get a little melancholy but it was football that changed my life by being a football player i made a decision to go to byu which now there were other paths that i didn't take that would have had probably similar solutions and outcomes but this was a great one. And football got me to BYU. It got me uh, this friendship that I have with these players. I, uh, I met my wife. I have my family who all appreciate and enjoy football. Uh, it, I became a member of the church. And uh, all of those things come about from a decision that I made to go be a football player at BYU. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Football, you know, it's the best game in the world. And... Uh, it just is such a builder of, of so many things. This is BYU Creamery, Cougar Nation now. Hashtag BYUCNN on Twitter. We're back after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Nation now on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. <laughs> Hope it's okay to read a text or two in addition to the tweets that I've been getting about Mark. Uh, this from one of my, uh, my good friends, and uh, has been in the business and the industry for a long, long time. His name is Steve Landine, and he says, because all these things have popped up on the show tonight. No. He says, Zach Wilson, Mark Lyons, and Mary Poppins, <laughs> all practically perfect in every way. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> and I, and I, hope it's, oh, I hope it's being intended to be read on the air. I read it that way. Um, you know, I, I work for the BYU Athletics Department. 
Yeah. And and, and uh, within that department is a group called the Corporate Sponsorship Team. Oh, yeah. And that's technically the umbrella over me and you. And uh, Casey Stoffer is the general manager of that group. Yeah. And, and Casey says, Mark, thank you for all you've done for Cougar Nation over the years. Grateful to have worked with you. And, and he said, make sure that you know that you're going to Tennessee <laughs> again. So <laughs> we're going to see you next year. We won't, we're, we're not going you know, we're, we're to you know, be cut off from each other. We're still going to see each other places, including uh, Knoxville next year. Yeah, I know. I'm, uh, I can't wait. I'm so excited about that. Man, uh, that's great. Emily Sue C. on Twitter says, Matt Bushman, 500 yards receiving in two yeah. years in a row. Our tight ends are money. Coach Steve Clark is a great coach, she says. And that's, yeah, freshman and sophomore year, 500-plus receiving yards, only the fifth BYU player to ever go 500-plus in both a freshman and a sophomore year. Was he the independent tight end? I think he was the all-independent tight end. Yes, yeah. he was. John on Twitter, as a kid, I fell asleep to late-night West Coast games with my pocket radio to post games with Greg and Mark. <laughs> I remember Utah in 2006 and Oregon State in the Las Vegas Bowl post games, always entertaining and a great example. Love you, Mark, and best of luck. Yeah. And from Chris Butters, greetings from the world-famous L.A. traffic. Just wanted to send out a big thanks to Mark for all of his work. You've been a voice of BYU football my whole life, and you will be missed. Don't forget to tell the folks at IHOP that you're retiring. Otherwise, they might start worrying <laughs> next fall. <laughs> That's funny. I, mean, that's I need to point. say hi to Mike Hussey, who went out to his car just to be able to hear the final, our final uh, broadcast or post game. That was pretty nice of him. Our good friend Jerem Jordan says that you've most definitely been a voice of BYU football for so long that your voice means BYU football in a way to him, to Jerem. So thanks for the memories. Our good friend Jerem Jordan sending that in as well. Hashtag BYUCNN on Twitter and uh, from at CougFanRaj. Mark, my boy, <laughs> you've done good. He says, happy trails, sir, and thanks for the memories. Well, happy trails. That's, <laughs> uh, that's going to be interesting a little later as I say my goodbyes. We're not, we're not quite there yet. <laughs> I know. We're not quite well, there yet. Well, we can uh, – did, did anybody say anything about the game? Or? Well, people are happy about the game, uh, and they're excited about the game, but it's about you tonight, man. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's just about this moment. You know, it's, and I, I don't want it to come. I'm just kind of stalling and filling. And Rick Robinson tweets in, I watched Mark play oh, when, I was a, when I was a kid. I'm sorry. I remember when he started, and he started to do high school football radio himself on the radio. He said, high school football. He says, I copy some of the things you do. You are truly gifted. I love your voice. And uh, he says that we've made a great team, and so I won't take any credit for that. But I'm just uh, happy to have been along for the ride with Mark as uh, his teammate uh, for these many years. So that means yeah. a lot to me. Yeah, and me. It's been fun, hasn't it? It's been fun. I just... Uh, <laughs> we I have quirky things, you know, that we have in our friendship that I think are pretty unique, and we they keep... So uh, one time I didn't have... A, should I tell you that we do a pregame script? Is that okay? Is, is it okay for me to tell people? You can tell anybody whatever you want at this point. Really. Well, uh, we do a pregame script. And one time I uh, asked Greg if I could have a copy, and uh, he happened to have an extra copy. So for the last, I bet, six years, Greg brings to this, the press box every week a second copy of the pregame script because of that one time. <laughs> uh, third copy, actually. Oh, third I, don't know I get a copy, too. Yeah. So. <laughs> so we take care of you, too. And then uh, one time, one, one time. <laughs> I did not have my credential. Was that? It was in Texas. 
And uh, so since then, every time we get in the car to go to the football game, Greg will ask me, Mark, do you have your credentials? <laughs> <laughs> See, quirky little things that I think are amusing. Oh, they're among the things I'm going to miss most. Um, there's a fellow, and his name is Jeff Smith, and he is sightless. And he says... I want to tell Mark Lyons how much I appreciate his excellent commentary on games over the last 38 years. He says, I believe I've listened to 99.5% of those games. (laughs) Tell Mark how much appreciation from a blind guy who really depends on his description for me to enjoy the game. And I would also like to ask him, he says, what is next for him in his life? So I guess we're asking you, what is next for you in your life? You know, the only thing I have left is golf. (laughs) And so... (laughs) And your Uh, wife. And my wife, yeah. Um... My wife and has been asking me to take uh, uh, for us to go see the leaves change in New England, and she's been wanting to do it for a long time, and uh, we haven't been able to do that because, well, we played in Boston too late in the year this year to go see them, and we weren't ever able to go see them uh, at a time during football season, and so next year we are going to go see the leaves change. It'll be so exciting to watch those leaves change. (laughs) (laughs) However, I will say that uh, one time when we played Notre Dame and that drive from Chicago to Notre Dame, when the leaves were uh, just changing and they were bright red and green and yellow, it was spectacular. A couple more tweets and then we'll take a final break. Uh, Roger Christ. Says great ending to a roller coaster season. Congrats to the team and the coaches and Mark. I'll miss your calming, savvy, and folksy <laughs> perspective. You helped me endure many emotionally draining and frustrating games. Thanks for being reliable and steady for fans amidst the storms. Joel Vallett on uh, Twitter. Thanks. Going to miss listening to Mark Lyons during football season. So many memories with my dad and grandpa's listening to him and his great commentary. And it comes on and on and Mark Mitten on Twitter. I've listened to BYU on the radio, and I lived in Oregon and California during the 80s and 90s. Thanks, Mark, for all the great memories. Thanks for the memories. You can sing that, Bob Hopish. Is that Bob Hopish or Jimmy Durante? Thanks for the memories. That's Bob, Hope. Bob Hope. Yeah, Bob Hope. Yeah. Hey, Mitch, uh, before we take our final break, um, we kind of hit the game generally mm-hmm. with you earlier, but uh, it, I, I, got, I asked Mark uh, kind of for his overwhelming recollection of what this 2018 7-6 and BYU season will be. How will you look back on this year? Well, to start, I, I guess, you know, preseason, the, the one thing I was hoping for was to get back on track. I wasn't expecting a, an undefeated season. I wasn't expecting a 10-win season, but I was expecting to get for them to get to a bowl, day, bowl game, have a winning record, and they did that. Now, obviously, there were some ups and downs. You look back on the season as well, and, and a lot of our losses were very close, and it could have flipped either way. And so, you know, as I, as I look back at the season, uh, nothing but optimism um, going forward. It's, they, they played, I felt like, with a lot of young players and young talent. They've got a good crew that I think is only going to get better and, you know, next season, I, I expect a little bit more, not a 7-6 and six season. I expect, mm-hmm. you know, maybe even a 10-win season, not ex- expectations, but what you hope. And you know that they can do that. Um, they just, they, they played great football. And, 
and, and I'm just really impressed with with Zach Wilson's performance and his progression and, and a lot of the seniors that played such an uh, an impact not only this year but over their four year span here at BYU and now, a lot of those guys I got to play with, and so yeah. it, it was just a, a great season to to be a part of and 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 watch these guys battle uh, week after week, um, overcome a lot of adversity. And I, I thought to end the game, to end the season with a bowl game victory was the perfect way to cap off the 2018 season. And yeah. bitch, I'm impressed with uh, your performance and your progression oh, as well. Thank you. Mark, yeah, let's talk about Mitch it. as a rookie yeah. sideline guy. Yeah, nice job. You know, uh, I really think that there's uh, it's a challenging thing because uh, I talk way too much in between <laughs> each play, and you don't get that opportunity. I know that you're down there clicking and clicking, and you want to get to say this thing because I saw this happen, oh, and I feel so bad that uh, you, you haven't. But uh, uh You've brought up many points along the way that we would not have recognized or known. And so, uh, yeah, I think that uh, it's going to all sail good for you. I appreciate it. Thank you, Mark. I hope you enjoyed the season with us, by the way. It was great. It was great. I mean, this is a it's a new perspective. You know, I've never been able to listen to the radio as a player because, you know, you're playing. And, <laughs> you had a good and excuse to not listen. Yeah, he, yeah it's a great excuse. <laughs> and and so it's just it, it was a, a really neat perspective being able to listen to to, to you and Mark. And and it's uh, I mean, the 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 insight and it's it's fun. I, I enjoyed, you know, having the headset on for every game and, and listening to you guys interact. And, um, you know, Mark, it's it's been a pleasure to work with you and. And I, I am grateful I got one of your 38 years. And, and this is just, uh, I mean, it was, it was a great ride and, and, uh, and a wonderful and amazing, memorable season. Well, I hope you like doing it. You're really good at it. Thank uh, you. Our yep. man Nate Mickle checks in on Twitter. Oh, wow, Nate. And Nate says, magical night for Mark Lyons send-off. Let's not get some IHOP next time I'm in town, he says. <laughs> Bam Bams it is. It says, you, me, and Greg this summer. Love yeah, you, Mark. And that's, that's right. From, uh, that's from our man Nate Mickle, <laughs> who preceded Mitchell Jurgens into this position. Yeah, and I uh, set a very high bar. Booth right now. <laughs> Celebratory horns, horns are being sounded on phones. And uh, <laughs> Brett Pine and Kenny Cox uh, has come down with uh, McKay Perry, our spotter, and Blake and Barry and... It's just a crazy celebration here in the booth right now, Mark. You thought last you thought last night was fun. <laughs> I know. Well, I wonder what those sounds were, and I'm like, what's happening yeah, I up there? I kept hearing something up there, and I was going, what is that? Well, I know. Well, it is. It's the people, you know. It's the. It is. It's just man alive. Yeah, but I do feel as though I'm still going to have that opportunity to come down once a week, and rub shoulders with you guys bug you a little bit about this and that and so uh, hopefully that'll continue on you know we had tom come on join us on the broadcast earlier and he was great and he's he, he's adding one more thing and i want to share it with you if that's okay he just texted me uh something he'd like to share he said greg i'm driving home with uh, cougar nation listening to the show my mom and dad used to drive up into the angeles national forest above the outskirts of la to listen to byu football games when i played yeah says tom listening to ksl and Paul James and Mark Lyons was the only way to get the games in 1978 to 82. Thanks for the memories, Mark. Tom yeah. Homo. Yeah, I know. Isn't that? I know. It's just, uh, uh, well, just to have been a part. I mean, just to be a part. It's such, I just can't tell you how excited I was to do this and then have the opportunity to keep doing it and, uh, just to to be a part of the game, to be a part of BYU, 
I'm not doing the wrap up, am I? No, nope, it's an opportunity. We're going we're we're to so break and wrap it up in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's all good. Uh, at this point in the show, we usually give our listeners a chance to win two half gallons of famous creamery ice cream. I've been authorized to award those two half gallons of famous creamery ice cream to you, no Mark way. Lyons, on this Stop night. It. Yes. <laughs> After all these years Stop of thinking you'd have to cheat to try and win the ice cream through your wife, we're going to give you the two half gallons on this special occasion. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that, that is the best. Oh, right. I don't even have to answer a trivia question. Okay. <laughs> oh, you're doing the melancholy stuff, huh? <laughs> all right. We're going to take a break, come back, and uh, hear final words from... Uh, Mark Lyons. This is Greg Rubel with Mitchell Jurgens in Boise at Albertson Stadium. Hashtag BYUCNN, BYU Creamery Cougar Nation now. We're back with this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Nation now on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, our final moments of BYU Creamery, Cougar Nation now, brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. We've already awarded the two half gallons of famous Creamery ice cream to Mark. Oh, wow. There's people that have listened all along <laughs> tonight in order to have a chance to win it. No, they're happy to give it to you. They are happy oh, to give it man, to you. Oh, man. Oh, this is all right, um, too much. I'm going to give the, uh, the thank yous to all those who made the broadcast possible. Um, I'll then turn the mic to Mitch. I'll say a little something, and then, Mark, you'll get the final word before we say goodnight here tonight. So thank you to our crew back at BYU Radio, our control board operator, Nathan Israelson, our coordinating producer, Terry South, our intern, Lindsey Peterson, our great engineer, Sean Fay, engineering help also from uh, Randy Bateman and others this year, our GM, Don Shaline, our traffic manager, Sean O'Neill, great crew back at BYU Radio, and of course our studio host, Jason Shepard, pregame, halftime, postgame, and during the week and all kinds of work that Jason does. Here on site, our engineer is Barry Squires, our engineering assistant and intern is Blake McMullen. Our spotter, McKay Perry. Our statistician, Ralph Sokolowski. Our appreciation to Duff Tittle and Brett Pine and Kenny Cox of the BYU Athletic Communications staff with the specialty in football, all they do for us. To Tom Homo, who joined us on the broadcast earlier today. To all those who were a part of our uh, pregame production, including those who spoke with Jason Shepard for their montage, the farewell montage for Mark Lyons. Yeah. So for all those folks, uh, much appreciation and, and thank you to everybody. And most of all, thank you to Cougar Nation for tuning in and making what we do um, uh, so enjoyable and uh, meaningful. And uh, we just uh, we love it and have always loved it and love doing it for you. And so, uh, Mitch, give you a couple seconds and then I'll say so long and then we'll let Mark have the final word. Yeah, today, I mean, it was a great day. Um, great day for a football game. Um, so fun, you know, watching the team win. But, but most importantly, this was a fun game, you know, to be a part of with Mark. And uh, it's just been an incredible career, both on the field, behind the, on the headset. And I, I'm just very grateful I got the chance to work alongside Mark for for a year of his 38 years. Wow. And and this was just a very fun ride. And and um, yeah, I mean, just what a what an amazing career. And you've got nothing but amazing things to look back on and and I appreciate what you've been able to teach me and and this has just been an awesome awesome time. I hope you get 37 more. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mark, you know how much I love to write stuff down. Um after all I've been sending you those pre yeah. pregame scripts for years, but uh <laughs> I I've got not a thing written now. Uh I I have written a few things that I've said over the past few weeks in different games we've done, last home games and what this Yeah, is. I know. I know. But uh not able to for this one. 
Um, I joined the football broadcast crew back in 1992, and it was the most fortunate thing that could ever happen to me as a broadcast professional because I got to work with the legendary Paul James and the equally legendary Mark Lyons. And there was a time when being with both of those guys really intimidated me. Sharing the same airwaves with them made me feel very inadequate. And thankfully, both Paul and Mark were such good men that they put me at ease almost immediately and made me feel like one of the team. And I've been part of Mark's team ever since that day in 1992. And then through Paul's career, I got to learn from both PJ and Mark and become their friends and become to appreciate them to even greater depths as men as I did broadcasters and just couldn't believe that I was able to do it and felt so, felt so fortunate to be included in their midst. And then Paul stepped away and I got to be Mark's partner. And I was no longer intimidated by Mark, but I still felt the need to be at his level when I began doing what Paul was doing for all those years. And Mark always gave me the confidence to do the job. Mark always made me feel like I was up to it. And just Mark's presence uh, gave me comfort, gave me security, put me at ease, and then beyond all of that, helped me be better. Uh, Mark Lyons made me uh, a better broadcaster over the years. And I can't say he made me a better man because he's such a good man. It's tough to be as good as Mark is. Um, (laughs) But I've seen a lot of his life um, over the years and have admired every aspect of it and still do and always will. And I just... I don't want it to sound cliche because it's just so heartfelt when I say I I can't imagine working with anybody other than Mark Lyons uh, in this job. And I I, I don't know how it will work going forward. I almost don't want to think about it because this has been just perfect for all these years. That's been good. And so, yep, there comes a time when you've got to say goodbye to your your best buddy in the booth. (laughs) And I guess that time is now. So, Mark, I thank you for wonderful, wonderful years of partnership and friendship and example and Christ-like behavior and everything you've shown me in every possible way. And so I love you, and I will miss you, and I will still see you, just not this way. And that makes me sad, sadder than I can ever express. But I'm happy because I've had to been able to share this time with you. And so bless you, and um, again, just love you. Oh, thank you. <coughs> well, now, I do want you to come back and do the Christmas thing, okay? W- when I finish this, I want you to tell everybody have a happy New Year, and okay? No, I'm, I'm telling you right now, uh, folks. I'm done? No, I, I'm going to say, well, listen, I'm, I'm, saying, I'm saying in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU football on the New Skin Cougar Sports Network. So I've done my final goodbye. Okay. That's it. Everything else is you <laughs> here on out, and then we'll uh, we'll say goodbye and good night. You will, that is, and we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll let Cougar Nation um, uh, just remember you that way. Okay, well that's too bad because it's not that great. But uh, <laughs> I do have to say, um, when I'm talking about all of those good things that happened to me, man alive, I got to play football at BYU, and it's just. So amazing that uh, those experiences that I was able to uh, have and share in BYU just came such a part of my life. And uh, so I've been so uh, lucky to have had that opportunity. I'm, and we, I talk with my buddies and we say, we were playing 
that game that those guys just played tonight. You know, it wasn't the same game, but we were playing football, and it's evolved into what it is now, and it was such a fortunate thing to be able to do. And and then I got lucky enough to be able to talk about it on the radio. And uh, with Paul and you and uh, all of the people that make up everything that goes along with this broadcast, uh, Nate and... And Mitchell, and man, I tell you, uh, so I'm getting too caught up with this, but it's it's just been a joy of my life. You know, I talked about it a little bit earlier about how football has brought me so many good things in my life, and I can't imagine how it could have been any better. And so I've had this great opportunity to visit all of those stadiums and see all of those people and watch all of those games. And, you know, when uh, Nate said we were in 30 states together and did so many games, 100 and something games together, and man alive, it's it's been fun. It's been great. So uh, you might know, some of you might know or remember a guy named uh, Roy Rogers and his wife, Dale Evans. Well, they always uh, left their program every day with that song, Happy Trails. But I was quite surprised to read some of the lines that come from Happy Trails. So the first one starts out, some trails are happy ones, others are blue. It's the way you ride the trail that counts. And here's a happy one for you. You know, and when you talk about it, it's the way you ride the trail. It's just telling you about life to take advantage of those many things. But it's at that t- this time that I have to say, and so it's done, Greg, my boy. We've ridden many a trail together, and I must say it's been a great ride. So until we meet again. So all you folks out there that are still listening, happy trails to you. And uh, I'm uh, excited about the season, I'm th- the football season. I'm excited about uh, the events that are coming up next Tuesday. So Merry Christmas to everybody and uh, have a happy new year. And so then I say to all a good night. Thanks so much. This is Mark Lyons signing off for the last time. Good night, folks. You've been listening to live coverage of BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's game has been brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 25 years. BYU football is also proudly supported by Ken Garf Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen in Orem. BYU football is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Matt Richardson, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and General Manager of Corporate Sponsorships Casey Stoffer. BYU Football is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.